You ready? You're listening to The Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Halloween month. I hope you're enjoying your October. I've got a review for another horror movie for y'all in The Blackening, which is directed by Tim Story, who admittedly has a bit of a spotty track record uh, going through uh, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> um, I actually don't mind Tom and Jerry. It's not great, but I've I Space Jam and New Legacy is far worse. But Tom and Jerry, uh, the latest Shaft film, which I actually do enjoy, um, Ride Along 2 and Ride Along, eh. uh, Think Like a Man, first one's good, second one, eh, oh, uh, god, what else, uh, Fantastic Four, he did Fantastic Four, which, you know, eh, and he directed Taxi, which, god damn, Taxi's such a piece of shit movie, but he directed Barbershop and Indy Irie's Brown Skin music video, so it, it's, again, very much a very mixed bag, but this film goes ahead and stars, um, Quite a few uh, people of color, including uh, Grace Byers, you most likely know. Um, you probably know her from uh, Empire. Um, I I watched maybe... God, I think I watched a season of Empire. So what, what, what do you want me to say? But she was also on The Gifted as uh, Reva, which I actually really dug her on The Gifted. Uh, Jermaine Fowler, you definitely know from, like, yeah, uh, from Coming to America, uh, Sorry to Bother You... And the drop, uh, to name a few. Uh, he also voices uh, James Jr. on uh, Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Which, if you have not checked out Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, you need to check out Moon Girl and De- Devil Dinosaur. Uh, Melvin Gregg is also in this. You know him from Snowfall. Which, goddamn, if you have not seen Snowfall, you need to watch Snowfall. He's also on American Vandal on the way back. Um, I'm going to review Snowfall at, snow- at some point. That's just, that's quite the undertaking, but I'm going to get the Snowfall at some point. And, and, and some other, other people who I'll get, uh, I'll get into. So, okay. Shout out to my friend, uh, Brandon, and uh, shout out to Nick over at the Afternoon Tune. Uh, both of them were telling me, like, Hunter, you'll dig this movie. And so, in prepping all these, uh, all these Halloween reviews for October... You know, I really was kind of thinking, like, okay, you know, let's 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 see what we want to go ahead and review. What do, what do I want to knock out? And this is one of those movies I've been wanting to watch anyway. And after watching it, I gotta say, uh, I rented this originally. I think I paid like three three ninety nine to rent it, and then I just went ahead and bought it because I went, you know what? This is a movie I actually want to put into the Holly uh, into the Halloween rotation moving forward. This will be a movie I watch. Every year uh, around Halloween time, I I fucking adore this movie, and, and I and I have to give Tim Story some credit because I really was worried that all of the best jokes, and and, and I think a lot of us feel like this, especially when we, we uh, watch trailers for comedies, you get worried that the best trailers uh, or the uh, the best jokes are in the trailer, 
And I was, I was a little worried about that. And luckily, that is not the case. This is written by uh, Tracy Oliver and uh, Dwayne Perkins, who's also actually in the movie playing Dwayne. Go figure. Um, Tracy, uh, Tracy Oliver, you know her from writing uh, The First Wives Club, which is, I believe, that Tyler Perry movie or that Tyler Perry show. It was a movie. And, oh, God, yeah, this, this, oh, God, it is. Yeah, First Wives Club. Um, I don't know if that's in any correlation with the, uh, with the, the movie. Because Howard Perry had some, oh, I think it was like Single Moms Club. Uh, but, yeah, she went ahead and wrote for that. Uh, she went ahead and wrote for Harlem, which if you have not watched Harlem, that's on Amazon uh, Prime Video. Definitely worth your time. And she wrote Girls Trip. So, she definitely has, you know, definitely has some. Um, experience as far as writing stuff that tends to be successful so the the short answer as far as what this movie is about is seven friends go ahead and haven't seen each other and i think they said like a decade like since college you know they've seen each other here and there but as far as them all being gathered in one spot it's been since college so all these friends go ahead and decide to meet up at this cabin and go ahead and hang out and smoke and drink and party and then, of course, wouldn't you know it, a mass killer shows up and basically says, I'm going to fucking kill all of you. And it's one of those movies where, you know, you've heard the, the concept of people getting trapped in a cabin in the woods. There's literally a movie called The Cabin in the Woods. So, you know, so what is going to make this so different? And when we think about black horror, we obviously have to think about, you know, stuff like Jordan, what Jordan Peele has done and uh, what Nia DaCosta did with uh, Candyman and, um, you know, like, uh, you know, Vampire Brooklyn. And, you know, we have to think about those those films. And uh, Jordan Peele is actually coming out with a, I want to say it's a book of all black horror writers, which I'm definitely going to get because I'm very curious on what that uh, project's going to look like. But, um Oh god, I'm thinking about uh, um, one thing about black horror films. Uh, I haven't reviewed it for the channel yet. I'm probably going to the uh, uh, Lupita movie, um, uh, Little Monsters, which is like a musical zombie horror movie. I'm probably going to review that. Um, yeah, uh, I always go. I always think about Octavia Spencer and Ma because that movie just creeps me out <laughs> with some of the stuff Octavia Spencer does, but. There's been a lot of, especially over the last 15, 20 years, been, there's really been a, uh, a renaissance, I would say, of black representation of horror, uh, in horror. Uh, I think about something like black, uh, like uh, Bad Hair, which is on uh, Hulu, which if you haven't watched that, you definitely should. Um, there's a lot of good, there's just excellent uh, black horror out there, which you should definitely take the time to watch. Uh, you know, I think about something like... Uh, you know, black, you know, black mirror shit. Um, there, there's, there's so much stuff out there. You just have to look. And while I, I, I would say my biggest quote complaint unquote about this movie is that this isn't a horror film in the sense of there's not like a ton of blood, there's not a lot of gore. So if you're more into that vein of horror, you may not like this as much as other people will. Um, because there's not a lot of horror, uh, of horror in it from that perspective. With that said, the opening of this movie <laughs> with uh, Yvonne uh, or, uh, Orgy uh, 
and uh, Jake Farrow, uh, uh, Jay Farrow, pardon me. Um, f- so first off, Jay Farrow really should be in more shit, and it bothers me that he's not. Like he really should be a bigger deal for as great of a, as of a impressionist as he is. And he got a raw deal on SNL. Like it, that's still that's still in those things. I just go like, mm. uh, uh, but Yvonne, you know, from uh, night school, uh, insecure, and she's amazing in vacation friends. She's so good on vacation friends, but, um, and also if you haven't seen my dad, ben, uh, my dad, the bounty hunter, watch my dad, the bounty hunter. That's a really good show. I'm going to have a review up for that at some point, but I love the fact that the movie even makes the joke of, Oh man, we can't afford, both of them to beat throughout this whole movie uh, with the way the film opens up, which is very clever and I thought was a ton of fun. But something that's very fun about this movie and how it's presented is how it represents black culture and the concept of being black enough versus not being black uh, black enough. There's going to be a lot of social commentary that this movie brings up that I think is going to get lost in a shuffle and I really don't think the film will ever get its true deserved props for that. Because th- something like this would be a perfect double feature with uh, Jordan Peele's Nope. A movie that I think a lot of people are going to go back five years from now and go, Oh, wow, I really should have appreciated this more in the moment. Because Nope is a fucking brilliant film. I know a lot of people you know, just didn't get it or didn't like it. Uh, that's not... That's not uh, that's not the film's fault. That's your fault for not getting the very clear goddamn messages trying to go ahead and convey about how... Fuck, there's a whole strike that's been happening in Hollywood because of the fucking point that Nope is trying to make. Like, like come, people, come on, all right? <laughs> like, sometimes, critically think. I There is going to be some message that's going to get lost in this and that's not going to be appreciated. This is going to be a film that I think is going to age better as, uh, you know, a couple of Halloweens from now and people go, man, I really should have, why didn't I watch the Blackening in theaters? And I'll be the first to admit, I am right there. I'm actually kind of mad at myself that I didn't go see this in, in, in theater because I think this would have been better for an audience, but I laughed my ass off while I was watching this. So I, I know I mentioned that the fam, uh, that the, uh, the friends all end up meeting up at a cabin, but the game that you see in the trailer, the game called the Blackening, um, that fucked up, <laughs> that fucked up Jim Crow game. That's <laughs> one of the characters uh, announces it. That that was fucking funny. Um, one of my favorite lines in the whole film is the game probably runs on racism. That's one battery that's not going out anytime soon. And I just went shit. That's fuck. We're five minutes in. And you're saying that <laughs> shit. I that is one thing about the movie that I really did appreciate. There's a lot of jokes that you're gonna go. T- it might take a second. You might not be an instant laugh but you go oh shit there are multiple points where i went that's some good social commentary and and again i really think a lot of that unfortunately is going to get lost in the shuffle there's a whole uh (laughs) there's a whole uh conversation um about uh android versus uh android versus apple between uh x mayo's uh shanika and then uh, Jermaine Fowler's Clifton. Uh, Clifton is very much portrayed as the as a Carlton of the group, and <laughs> I love that whole 
that whole conversation about Android versus Apple because it's got I I hate that that's even a conversation. I have a Samsung, by the way. I I was gonna say I like to upgrade my phone with whatever uh, hard drive space I would like, but you can't do that with Android, uh, at least with Samsungs anymore. So yeah, that was the only reason I really bought Samsungs before. Fuck, I might as well just turn Apple now. <laughs> but I, I love that that whole little debate that they have and. There are just these pockets where the movie, it's still obviously a part of the whole collective film, but there are these little side side conversations that happen throughout the film that I went, oh, wow, I actually like that you put a little side conversation here. Okay, we're back to the main plot. Cool. Um, it, 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 really does, it really does work. And the more that it kept going on, I went, this is, this is really fun. They... The friend group gives each other shit in the way that you would give people that you've known for uh, for ten plus years. I, you know, I I've talked about it on the show here. I'm in a couple fancy football leagues, and I get shit from. Oh man, Colin still gives me shit. Uh, by the way, I beat Colin today. Haha, <laughs> suck it. But I, <laughs> but it uh, but the humor and the way that they give each other shit is very believable when you think about people that you've known for this long and without getting too much into some of the more dramatic elements of the film and among the friend group the drama that is brought up is drama that i very much went yeah there is drama like this in most friend groups and you know sometimes it's just that drama that everyone's aware of that no one actually speaks on or sometimes it comes out in ways that it does in this movie and I really appreciate the way that they uh, sprinkle some of the drama in because there's some there's some hard truths here that are said amongst a friend group that you go you can only say something that real and that raw to people that you know that well and it really does work when those more emotional beats are gone ahead and thrown in without spoiling anything the whole reason why there's a killer and why everything is happening it it ties back to social commentary in a way that i went i love the way you brought that all back and it it does make it, it really makes you rethink everything that you've seen and i love i love horror movies like that that make you go well shit what about this or what about this or does this person have a point or are they wrong like it it really does just make you question everything and I found myself thinking about this movie hours after I watched it which is something that for a comedy you can't always say you rarely say I would say um for comedies that you think about them from a social perspective hours after you've seen it but this film does a great job of giving you something to really chew on while still keeping you very entertained and my god i was entertained this whole time there's there's a question that the game asks about friends uh, the tv show friends and i i won't spoil the punchline but it's one of my favorite laughs i've gotten all year and i went okay just off that alone you're at a b plus because i was i actually had the positive movie i was crying so hard because i was laughing so much i i love that punchline i went yep yep that's perfect i bravo whoever wrote this part in particular bravo tip of the cap top marks everything just everything to you um <laughs> i i god i love the payoff that joke so much 
So one of the lines I will spoil because I don't want to spoil the jokes in here because part of the jokes, like part of the fun of this movie are the jokes that I just found myself rolling over. There is a there is a reference to O'Reilly's auto parts and that that's all I'll say. I won't spoil the the punchline. But that whole dialogue, I went, holy shit, that takes some balls to write. And, oh my god, wow. Like, it, it's one of those things that's going to piss some people off. And just knowing it's going to piss some people off made me even happier. I went, yep, love this. Love this so much. The, the mass killer, there's a point where they're basically kind of doing like a radio broadcast and they played this like fucking banjo it's very deliverance i did not like it that actually gave me gave me the creeps so i have to give the movie uh some credit for that um i was so happy to see uh diedrich bader in this he plays the ranger in the movie uh ranger white go figure uh you know him from you know uh, office space as lawrence most likely uh jay and silent bob strike back but you know him from voicing uh, Bruce Wayne, Gorilla Grodd, Batman in Harley Quinn. He also voiced Batman in. Oh, I oh, is it Brave and the Bold? Oh gosh, I'm 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 blanking on. Oh, I'm blanking on which. Well, he voiced. Well, he's voiced Batman. I feel like it's Brave and the Bold. But yeah, he's voiced Batman multiple times. He's fucking great. I, I was I uh I was so happy to see him in this. You of course know him from Veep as well, but. Yeah, he was so awesome in this. I was like, I saw him. I was like, oh shit, let's go. So, really happy to see him. And he he has a great response to a cookout question. And again, I won't spoil the punchline, but his response to this whole dialogue about black people and cookouts is something I wit. Fuck, that is actually brilliant. I I, I fuck. I can't critic. I can't critique that at all. It's. It's such a wonderful surprise. That That's the biggest compliment I can give this movie. It's, it kept surprising me over and over and over again. And I was just, I was having so much fun. At the end of the day, that's, that's the best thing I can say about this. It's so much fun. And as a person of color, I'll end up showing this to my partner at some point. Like, it's something that she'll probably watch with me and go, okay, I, I get why you la- you're, you find this to be so fun. And, and she'll laugh at this. Like... You don't have to be black to enjoy the blackening, uh, but I I had such a blast with this. This is a this is a solid A for me. I, I I really enjoyed this, and like I said, I bought it. It's gonna be a part of my uh, yearly Halloween rotation now. I absolutely adore this movie. So yeah, the blackening, check it out. It's pretty fucking great. But uh, the blackening, have you seen it, everybody? Uh, what did you think of it? Let us know in the comments. Uh, you can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. Uh, shoot me an email. Let me know what you think of the show. Let me know if you have any uh, comments, uh, any ideas on stuff you'd like me to review, or if you just want to say hello. Uh, go ahead and shoot me an email at jhunter at therealpineapple.com. You can follow me on TikTok at jhunterrealpineapple. And you can follow me on Letterboxd at Black Shazam. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Blue Sky at uh, jhunterrealpineapple. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Go ahead and rate us. It definitely helps us out. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneUp, and Samsung Podcasts at The Real Pineapple. You can go ahead and follow us on uh, YouTube. Subscribe to us there as well. Uh, just go ahead and search The Real Pineapple, R-E-E-L Pineapple, and you'll go ahead and find us. 
And you can find all of our stuff, uh, all of our links and all that jazz at linktr.ee slash jhunterrealpineapple. And you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jhunterrealpineapple. I'm going to, I am hopping on Twitch. I swear to God, I'm hopping on Twitch here uh, next month. Um, had something happen with the graphics, but I'm getting it figured out. Don't worry, I will be on there, and I will be uh, streaming some games, talking some movies. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to get into uh, uh, solo Twitch streaming. Uh, uh, Twitch streaming. There we go. But uh, going to have some more Halloween reviews for y'all, including all the reviews for the Scream movies so far, as well as a review for Rear Window, uh, The Birds, uh, The Invisible Man, uh, The Cable Guy. Uh, to name a few Halloween films. I'm real excited to bring those reviews to y'all. But uh, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other. Get your COVID booster if you haven't gotten it yet. Uh, go ahead and get vaccinated if you haven't gotten it yet. Please get vaccinated. Uh, stay safe out there. Get your flu shot. I didn't get my flu shot last year, and it kicked my ass around November. So <laughs> let's make sure we're getting our flu shot to everybody. But again, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe out there, and don't forget to keep it real. Ooh.